What's up, guys? Jacob here. We just got off our interview with Dane Henry. Brian, you're here too. What's up, man? Yes, yes. What's going on, guys? Dude, that was so great. It's amazing. I mean, what, just what an interesting mind to tap into. I mean, artists in general, man, it's just, it's amazing. So, and I was telling him, his art is littered all over my room and outside my room and so many other people's. He's my favorite artist in the poster game. I've let that be known before. So, dude, super honored well, so, to have him on. Yeah, it's, I mean, because it's not just, it's not just gig posters, you know? I mean, if, if you haven't checked out his other stuff, I mean, please do. Uh, but it's it's much more expansive than just uh, than just the three eleven poster game, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean, that Spider Man poster, even the one that only twelve were released. That one is just it's just amazing. It's so great. Um. So yeah, we talked about just sort of what went into some of the posters he's done for three eleven, and we got into kind of what made him want to be an artist in the first place. And then, man, he's so cool. He's, we stuck around for a little bit after the recording. We should have kept recording. We got some good stuff from him, didn't we, after the recording? Yeah, I mean, life advice even. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because we were, we were, Dane and I were talking as fellow artists back and forth, um, you know, with me being a musician, but it's more of a just freelance for fun sort of thing. We were talking about, you know, how you can make it. Because, I mean, he's... He made it, man. I mean, he's made quite a career for himself already. So, that's it's a lot to be proud of the accomplishments he's had. So, yeah, and coming from it, like he said, self-taught and yep. and just yeah, his his you know, so he built an empire, you know, from that. So <laughs> it's amazing. It's a great way to put it. Yeah. So yeah, we also talked about his Star Wars and Intel collab. Uh, working with DC and Marvel, and um, so we we hit, we were talking about it while you know after we recorded. I wish we would have got it recorded, but we were talking about the X Men poster specifically from Casper uh, last year, June twenty twenty two, and how there's a Mike Dolan cameo, which is just so awesome. So he said Mike had gotten a kick out of that, and shout out Mike Dolan, man, he's a good guy. Everything he's done for the community. Appreciate yeah. it. People give him slack, but it's not him. He's just the front of it. But anyways, yeah. And then he, he even teased. Uh, I was like, man, we totally should have gotten this on recording. He was talking about a Power Rangers poster at some point down the line. I mean, that would be freaking sweet. That'd be so cool. So. Yeah, I'd be, I'd, I'd be down for that as a, you know kid growing up in the 90s um you know i think that would be a huge draw you know depending on you know we're talking gig post or you know or what but i think it would hit home for a lot of people yeah for sure for sure um yeah we got some a little bit of 311 news we got a date a festival date in arizona for innings and on the bill it's in what i think february on the bill, you got the Chili Peppers, uh, Greta Van Fleet, Jimmy Eat World. Pretty good bill. It's a nice looking festival. Yeah, that's uh, kind of the. Uh, I, I know. So I saw somebody comment the um, maybe the kickoff to some pre shows before you know uh, Vegas, if oh, you will. True. It is but, before Vegas, yeah. Um, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And then we have 
I don't. Th I don't think we mentioned the first overseas show, did we? I forget which one that was even. No. Um, Germany. I know there's a couple of them. There's two coming. Yeah. Germany. Yeah, two. Um, oh god, what were the names of them? Um, they're pretty no far idea. down on the bill. Yeah. Um, which is interesting too, but it makes sense. Yeah, I think for the it, region I mean, it makes sense, but I wish they weren't so far down. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, there's the down download. It looks like download. Let me do my Roman numerals. Twenty one. <laughs> um, yeah, Queens of the Stone Age, Fallout Boy, Venge Sevenfold, kind of your headliners there. Looks like that's uh, in June. Um, Donington Park in the UK. Looks like. Yeah, and um, yeah, the other one is uh, Rock AM Ring. Or oh, right. that's Rock a yeah, AM that's Ring. a big festival. I've heard of that one. Yeah, uh, June seventh through the ninth in in Germany. Um, and looks like they're playing the same day as Green Day, Broilers, uh, Billy Talent are your headliners, nice. and. Uh, 311's on that day. That's solid so. as hell. And I didn't even realize this. They have a show in four days on Saturday. They're playing Dusk Music Festival in Tucson, Arizona. I forgot about that. It's going to be interesting. The EDM if, Festival. Uh, <laughs> yeah. If anybody gets video um, or goes, let us know. Yeah. Give us, a, give us a rundown. Yeah, for sure. So um, I also do want to mention we had an amazing ama amount of fan questions I mean, thank you yes. guys so much for submitting all the fan questions. Unfortunately, we weren't able to get to all of them. Um, but it, it was really appreciated, the amount of people who came in with some really good questions. So, appreciate you guys listening. Yeah, appreciate all our loyal listeners. Of course, of course. All right, man. Well, I think that's it, right? I think that's it. I think that's, that's all that she wrote. We'll see you in a week or two. Who knows with our crazy schedules. And we're trying to get someone either from the crew or one of 311's supporting bands on the show. So, yeah, we're going to keep trying for you guys. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's kick it over to us with the legendary Dane Henry Jr. Peace. All right. All right. Hey, this is Tim Mahoney from 311. You're listening to the Offbeat Podcast. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Offbeat Podcast. We're just going to be creatures for an hour. I'm your host, Jacob. Of course, with me, my wonderful co-host. Hey, what's up, everybody? Brian here. Man, we killed the timing on that. That's the third yeah, time we we've used the band intros. Crushed it. I picked him today because we're celebrating my uh, new Tim Mahoney tattoo. In case you didn't see that. Bam. Third piece of the collection. Yeah, That's and you said it's your final, but who knows? <laughs> who knows? Who knows, man? Well, we have a very, very special guest today, man. I am so excited about this. So Same. I don't think we should waste any more time. We got the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Dane Henry Jr. is with us today with a great intro, I might have What's up, bro? What's up, Dane? Thank you for joining us, man. Thanks for having me on. Appreciate it. Absolutely. 
Huge fantastic, honor. Ch- fantastic choice of an intro. <laughs> Oh, whoops. Thanks, man. <laughs> so good we're going to do it so twice. <laughs> no, man. This Hell yeah. This is awesome, man. We were totally fangirling out earlier because your stuff is just littered all over my room. And I just showed you what's in my room. You got to see what's outside, too. And I'm sure it's oh, man. it's the same in the whole 311 community, man. So. Yeah, it means a lot, man. Appreciate that. I'm glad, Absolutely. glad people, you know, uh, took to it so well. And, uh, I don't know. Didn't expect it, but I'm grateful. For sure, it's well deserved. And I, we, we can get into this story here. But um, when I was getting into the poster game, it was about three years ago. I've been following the band for about six, but I got into the Facebook poster game three years ago. Oh, okay. The very first poster that I had saw that I was like, oh my god, I need that one so bad, was 2018, 2018, Allentown, oh. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, dude. So sick. Yeah, that was the one that so uh, I, I, yeah, kind of man, that one blew up. That one blew up. Took it off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I was able to get a. Uh, I think this is an AP foil that I have on my wall. Still looking for one of those pixel foils because that's one of the most badass foils I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, I don't have any more left. That's it. I got <laughs> sold my yeah. last uh, yeah. regular and the uh, and the original yeah. artwork. So it's all good. You know, it's gonna go to somebody who. Um, I mean, you guys appreciate it, so I'm glad it's going somewhere where it'll be uh, displayed properly instead of just kept in a box. Because so many prints and so much paper around that I just I don't know where to put everything. So, yep. Yeah, for sure. Well, that that brings us right into our first fan question from Mike McGlynn, a great listener of the show. He's been on the show a couple times. He wants to know. Where did the inspiration and the idea come from for that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles print? And I guess the other two ones as well, because there's been a couple now. Yeah. Well, first of all, I like turtles. Um, that's just, it's always been that way, man. I, uh, if I could talk about Turtle Mania for a little bit, it was, uh, <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like, uh, I mean, you guys grew up around this time. You had to be there, you know, to, to understand it. Yep. It was. For me, it was more visual. Like I, I can't say that I read all the comics and stuff like that. But when the cartoon came out, and when the, uh, especially the arcade game, um, I was I was obsessed. And it was more of a visual thing, you know, visual and I guess audio. The sounds would be exciting, and I think smelling the pizza and all that stuff. Right when they had, um, <laughs> uh, it was me, my brother, and my my two cousins, and we would all you know, played a part of a certain turtle. I was always Donnie. My brother was Raph, and you know, my other cousins were Leo and um, Mikey. But um, just walking in the Pizza Hut, smelling the pizza, and then hearing the arcade was like, I think that's kind of yeah. what did it for me, you know, for the turtles. Yeah. And, yeah, I had to have everything turtles. With the, we had bed sheets, we had toys, we had everything, man. It was... Um, it was insane, and it was one of those things again where you had to, you had to be there around that time, because uh, yeah, I mean, it had such an impact. I mean, I'm in my 40s now, and it's like anything Ninja Turtles that comes out, it's like I gotta, you know, I gotta see what's up with it, you know. But um, did you go see the new movie? I haven't had a chance to see. I it. saw it. It's actually pretty good. It's actually pretty I decent. Heard, I was afraid that it was gonna suck really bad because, uh, <laughs> you know, just I don't know, man. It just seemed weird to. 
yeah. to give them that you know that kind of look and have that kind of humor and stuff on to it. But yeah. um, it was actually pretty good. Um, just check it out, please, chat. But, Sweet. No, I need to. Yeah, and and I I appreciate you putting me with that whole generation but i'm a little bit past it i'm 23 so oh okay oh yeah more of like the baby I'm, yeah i'm <laughs> the uh i'm the old man here dane oh, okay. uh, i remember the 90s man nice. and um i mean you 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 hit it right on man it's it's the time and the place and it just it brings you back that's i mean that's why i love what you do because it takes you back to that time yeah, thanks man appreciate it appreciate yeah it. Well, and i want to take the opportunity here, here to um hopefully you can see it on the screen just kind of kind of break it down a little bit and um all right you know where'd you start and all that and the the design for it the um yeah all right um let's see well this one was this one was a real shot in the dark man like i didn't expect anything of it i just i kind of just wanted to do something that i wanted to do you know like uh First of all, working with 311, they kind of they just say whatever to anything, which is why I love working with them. They they just let you do what you do, and I thought it would be cool to like kind of envision, uh, you know, the band members as part of a video game. And it was like it, I couldn't think of what game to do at first. I was going to do something like Contra, which is why you guys saw that other one um, a little bit later on, the, the one that I call the. Uh, it was for Austin, I think. Yeah, the Austin piece. Yeah, I think I think that was yeah. Yeah, when, when they're like kids or whatever. But um. Oh yeah, with the with the gray background. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, yep. That was another big game back in the day. Um, anything Konami put out was really really big back then. But anyway, um, this one came about. I was just kind of doodling, man. Like I think, well, you have the sketch, Jacob, and it's like there was other stuff sure on there, did. like just yeah. like I was just drawing yeah. random stuff, and then it just, I don't know, it just kind of popped in. Okay. <laughs> it just popped in my head. I was like, uh, I don't know. I like turtles. Let, let's see what this would look like if I were to, you know, lay out the band members, you know, on skateboard and stuff like that. And yeah. I don't know, man. I just started drawing it and. I passed it off to um, to Dolan, Mike Dolan at the time to see what he thought. And he thought, all right, cool, just run with it. So yeah, started drawing it and dude, Nick, drawing Nick. I remember that giving me the most problems because he looked like 20 different people at so many different stages of the design. He just, there's something about his, uh, I don't know, man. I just couldn't get his face. Actually, the this one is more. This one still doesn't quite capture his. Uh, his I think the first sketch actually captured him better. But I think for the sake of the layout, I had to turn his face a little bit more. But um, I remember having to draw draw the guys separately, and. Um, that's when, uh, uh, what do you call it? The concept of, um, you guys remember doing math problems in school and like you had to use scratch paper and stuff like that? 
Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, certain, some of these guys have just keep certain, testing it out. Yeah, keep testing it out. So I had to break out like another piece of paper and just keep drawing, you know, certain elements like noses and teeth and stuff like that separately, and then draw it on the um, on the big piece. But um, I remember rearranging them or arranging them in that way was kind of difficult uh, because if you look at the the original the layout of the box for the Turtles arcade game. Mm-hmm. It's uh, you know, it's only four guys, and you know they're in different positions. But laying this one out was a bit tricky for me because there's five of them, and I didn't know how to give them all their own space. You know, at first, it's yeah. kind of, I don't know. I remember it was a kind of a pain to draw, but it was rewarding to to finish it out. And I don't know, man, the the reception. I mean, I I remember waking up to like a million different uh, messages. Like everybody just like, dude, when are you gonna have this out? Like, when is this coming out? Like, can you save one for me yeah. and put one to the side? You know, I want to be able to get this, scoop it up. And yeah, I I also got a lot of threats for it after it sold out. You know, people letting me know how how terrible it was that there wasn't enough copies around and things like that. So that was my first taste of that. Yeah. yeah. I see a lot of that in the <laughs> F4D posts about like Metallica posters yeah, yeah. where they can only sell so many. And yeah, yeah, yeah you're only, I want to point out. A, a, yeah. No, go ahead. I want to point out a really nice detail on here, by the way, peanut plays a five string bass and you nailed it with the three, the three nuts on the, top headstock. Oh, good. Okay, cool. <laughs> it's perfect. It's just like, an, as a musician, it's just like a really nice attention to detail. Well, good, no, man. He plays a five-string bass, and that's exactly how it's laid out. Oh, so. that's good. Man, I watched a, an unhealthy amount of interviews with these guys uh, to lay this one out. That's another thing. Uh, in Tim's face, Tim was, uh, man, his was rough. It was really rough at first, but he has a unique look to him, you know. And um, yeah, you got his eyes, yeah, spot on. Yeah, he was more fun to draw, probably. Well, him and Peanut were kind of, they were um, not the easiest to draw. But I remember, like I said, I struggled with Tim a little bit, but he ended up being more fun to draw. Him and um, Peanut, because they both have kind of not crazy, crazy eyes, but. But they have like really animated, <laughs> animated eyes, you know. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. like they would make cool cartoon characters. I think. Hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, but um. Cool, dude. Yeah, and that box cover just uh, another reason for drawing it like that was I used to stare at that box cover for hours, dude, just and try to redraw it and stuff like that when I was a kid. So, I mean, that's again, I just kind of wanted to do that, and I'm glad it did what it did. And for the other two. Yeah, I got into the poster game 2019, and, and honestly, I hadn't thought about this cover of this game in 20 years, oh, yeah. and I saw this poster, and it took me right back to that, like you said, that place and time, and immediately was like, yep, like, it, it clicked in my head, so. That's good, uh, man, that's good. Yeah, you, na- you nailed it, man. Uh, thanks, man, thanks. And that's, uh, that's, uh. You guys asked what the inspiration was behind it. And the biggest thing was I was um, considering the fan bases, uh, uh, the age group, you know. And I knew that, like, yeah. 
a lot of us. Except for me. Yeah, well, it's all good though, because I mean, you got you got like an old soul, you know. So that's that's cool, man. Yeah, dude. But um, you know, I consider the age group, but I figured, you know, we're all around the same age, you know, probably early forties, late thirties, and um, so, I mean, everybody that had a Nintendo would remember that game. I'm pretty sure they would remember that game. So, yeah. I'll explain that, right? Sweet we'll, man. We'll, oh, we'll fill oh, Jacob amazing. in on the Konami oh, code yeah. someday. Jake. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> do you know the Konami code, we'll, Jacob? No? Uh, dude, lost me there. I have no idea. Dude, I was actually going to do that for a, uh, for a sale to get like 50% off. Like if you could put in the code at checkout, then like, <laughs> then uh, yeah, you would get 50% off your order. I might still do that at some point. Awesome. Yeah, that would be cool. Yeah, you're gonna have to fill me in on that, Brian. <laughs> uh, so, so next question is from Courtney Guck. Um, it is, what was your first breakthrough artwork slash poster that got you into the industry, and who was that artist, and how did that deal contract go about? I don't know how much you can specifically talk about with this question, but he was just wanted to know. Uh, okay, um, I'll get into it. Um, well, around that time, let's see. This was. My first poster was in 2013. Yeah, 2013. It was for Blink-182. And around that time, I worked for um, uh, Famous Stars and Straps, which is Travis Barker's uh, clothing, his clothing brand. So I worked at that company. And um, and I worked with, uh, with um, well, with Max. Worked with Max. Max actually hired me. Yeah. <laughs> he hired me uh, at Famous. Nice. So that's how I got to know him. But um, there was an event that we had gone to or that we had at the um, at the studio at Famous Art and Straps. And the merch manager uh, for Blink-182 was around there. So I met him, ended up doing a couple of designs for him. And then eventually they just, you know, he let me do the Blink-182 poster, my first one. And it was, uh, I don't know if you guys seen it. It's like a girl sitting on top of a giant deranged looking bunny or something i don't know it's kind of i think so let me let me try i think i've seen that by the way that is quite the first poster yeah yeah well i wanted to do something that's you unbelievable know, i wanted to do something that i you know i'm glad that that was another band that let me just kind of do whatever you know so and that one sold pretty well too and then from there i got to do um uh pro jam and a couple of others rob zombie things like that so that was all in that was all in 2013 and then i took a huge yeah. break from the poster game for a while for a good while until uh i think i got back into it maybe metallica yeah i think yeah. no no i think it was 311 my first poster when i when i got back into it was um uh, the first one with Eon, um, what do you call it? Glenn Allen, the Glenn Allen show. Yeah, it was, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was my, it, was this the Blink-182 one? Um, yep, that's the one. That's the yeah, one. dude, that is so cool how much your style has changed over the years, too. Yeah, yeah. That's so cool to see. So, yeah. So uh, Donovan Nolan Connor wants to know, have you ever been able to attend one of the concerts that you created a poster for? I have, yeah. Uh, well, pre-11 day, 
was was one of them. Uh, yeah. I went to those. That was cool. That was different. Never been to a three eleven concert. That was dope. That was cool. Um, it's quite the one to go to. Yeah, yeah. I got to be well. That's what I met a lot of you guys there. And um, yes, that was the first one. Another one I went to was uh, uh, me and my wife went to Cali Roots. I had done the poster for the or no Cali Vibes for Dirty Heads, and we got to go to that one in 2022. So, and then, you know, they were cool with it. They were just, uh, you know, got to be the poster. You just asked, like, can we, you know, get a couple of tickets to go to the show? And like, yeah, of course. So, yeah. that was dope. And it was, it was cool. So, yeah. So, you mentioned uh, 311 Day. We want to talk about that one as well. Yeah. Um, and I think with this one, we, we should kind of get into the characters that you've created. Oh, yeah. and how those came about and how you've worked them into your art as well. So here's the one from uh, 311 Day last year. So what kind of went into this one? I can't believe that was only a year ago. It seems like <laughs> right. it seems like five years. It's almost two years. Or something, doesn't it? Like it seems like a long time ago. It, it really does, man. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, so this was 2022. The inspiration behind this one. Um Well, this one was a little, I, I kind of knew what I wanted to do with this one already because I had done the um, the one for Louisiana or was it Louisiana? 311, the Golden Nugget uh, with Eon sitting on top of the the chips. Right, yeah. yeah. And there's a Queen of, Queens mm-hmm. of the Stone Age. That was the first too. one I did in that style, yeah. Yeah. And the idea was to, do I wanted to do three or four different ones for different bands, but I just I couldn't resist doing this one for three eleven day in Vegas. It just made all the sense in the world because of the subject matter and you know the the way the posters laid out, you know, the, the slot machine on the bottom and stuff like that. Like I I had to do it for a three eleven day. Um, as far as the characters, man, I just wanted you know, the guy on the top right that's taking a taking a drink slash singing into the mic um he's supposed to be kind of like a little elvis type character you know like you can tell by his little his little hair hairstyle um i tend to draw a lot of uh audio type elements in my work like a lot of speakers a lot of uh you know like microphones like sound waves and things like that um i'm not sure why i just think it's i don't know i just think it looks cool i guess and let's see, the girl, wanted to make a new girl for that one. I wanted to make her, I wanted her to wear something kind of almost Elvis-like, you know, like the way he wears the collars and stuff in his, uh, in his Vegas outfit. So that's the, that's kind of the look I was going for there for her. And I also wanted her to kind of fit in the same world as, uh, you know, the same style as Eon, you know, with the, yeah. the bare feet and, the, you know, those stockings that go up the, go up the thigh or the whatever those things are these look more like just pants that are cut i don't know like and, what are they called capris yeah yeah the pants that come up yeah yeah so i you know that's that and then um the other guys i just you know i wanted one pull in the lever for the for the slot machine that's that guy there and yeah the other guy is just i don't know to fill in space, I guess. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've seen this one too. 
uh, which one? The little alien dude? Or the, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, those were some other posters. The, uh, well, no, that's not from a poster. That guy's from a t-shirt and a sticker. The little Mario brother. Yeah, he's from, this one's from a Louisville poster. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from the Kentucky one, right? And the alien has a name, though, doesn't it? Yeah, Brody. Is it, is it Brody? Am I getting? Yeah. And that can there is from a... He looks like a Brody. Yeah. And I remember we couldn't use the official Vegas logo for some reason. So that's why that looks like that. Oh, for for this one? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh, you know what? I, I think gotcha. that was for the Queens of the Stone Age. So I just kind of went with... Um, I just kind of did whatever for the Vegas on this one. But I don't know, man. I like the way it came out. Yeah. It came out, came out cool. It's a, you know, it's a full poster. Like it's, there's really not any dead space in it. Um, it was a fun one for sure. And I hope that, uh, yeah, I mean, the next 311 day. I don't know how that's going to pan out, but it would be dope to, to do a, you know, a companion to that one, like a sequel to that one. Yeah, for sure. I think the column spoil looks amazing too. It's just perfect for it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, um, so Van- the, the the columns. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, Vanessa Cooper wants to know: Did you learn how to draw on your own as a child, or did you ever have formal art lessons? Um, yeah, I I'm self-taught. Um, I started drawing mostly around, I would say, the early '90s, um, especially around '92, because I lived in um lived in Inglewood at the time, and that's when the L.A. riots broke out and couldn't go to school. That's when, uh, you know, the whole Rodney King thing. Um, so, yeah, I couldn't go to school. My school was right down the street. They actually burned down a couple of our favorite shops, like our fish joint and things like that. So going outside was like, it was out of the question. So I got to stay in and just, like, watch Ninja Turtles and draw all the time. And that's kind of how... I started drawing like uh, that's how I knew that's what I wanted to do. And around that time, my uncle would come around. And, um, he started bringing over comics. Uh, the first time I seen Todd McFarlane's artwork, uh, he brought over um, a Spider-Man book. It was like one of those Marvel What If comics, where it was uh, yeah. it's the one where Spider-Man is like punching the Hulk, like right in the balls, like to the to the moon or something like that. Have you guys ever seen that one? It's like uh, I don't think so. No? Oh, okay. It sounds like I need to. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's really dope. It's a, I've ever seen an illustration. I'm like, man, I never knew Spider-Man could, could look like this. You know, Like before, the only Spider-Man I've seen was um, the one on like the Super Friends. You guys remember that show? Brian, you might remember yep. it. Like it's, it was super cheeseball, man. It was like, um, it was early 80s. Maybe you can find that. Yeah, yeah, that one. Is, is this the picture? Yeah, it's so yeah. dope. Yeah, dude. And um, yeah, that was the first time I seen the Hulk drawn like that and Spider-Man drawn like that. And yeah, you know, inside the book, Spider-Man, the way Todd drew Spider-Man, dude, he just Spider-Man stretching all kinds of different ways and doing all kinds of different things. He had like webs underneath his armpits. I'm like, what? What is this? You know. So he was probably one of the most inspirational artists um, for me. But yeah, from then on, I um, I studied comics. Comics was what I 
originally wanted to do, like for a, you know, as a career. So every time a, an artist came onto the scene and and I really liked their style, I would study their work and try to try to duplicate it, you know, at first, and then eventually develop my own little little style. But you'll see bits and pieces from artists that I like here and there in my work. Um, I actually got accepted into art school when I was around 20, the Laguna College of Art and Design, and ended up not going. I had a scholarship and everything, but I ended up not going because, you know, just stuff, family stuff. But um, I ended up finding a community college that specialized in, um, well, so they specialize in game design. You know, I, that was the, that's what the brochure said or whatever, but ended up being a, like a blessing because I ended up meeting some lifelong friends there and I learned a lot about how the industry actually worked uh, in that class, strangely. Um, and they took us on a lot of field trips, like uh, when um, Monsters, Inc. came out, they took us to a little a panel with the Pixar animators and we got to sit in there with them and ask them questions and stuff like that. And they got to show us, uh, you know, bits and pieces of the movie. It hadn't come out yet at that time, but they were showing us like the making of it. So, yeah. Um, but a lot of it was a it was a journey that I kind of I just took on my own. I just I learned my own. Um, one of the things that that happened when I didn't get accepted into that school was uh, I had my um, I had my course. Uh, what do you call it? What do you call that thing? My schedule. I had my schedule. And it showed all the classes I was going to take. I was going to uh, major in illustration uh, with animation as a minor. So, um, and the reason for that was because I wanted to do comics and I wanted my comics to not be stiff. And animation is like a lot of movement, a lot of stretching. So I wanted to take animation to, you know, help support the illustration. And at that time, you guys know who Chuck Jones is? Chuck Jones? Heard, uh, heard the name. So he animated like the the Grinch and a lot of Tom and Jerry and stuff yep. like that back in the day. Well, he was going to be my teacher. Oh, the old ones, yeah. Yeah, he was going to be the teacher at uh, uh for one of my classes, and um, he ended up. I think he ended up passing away the year right after. And that sucked, but um. Anyway, on that, on the schedule, it showed the classes I was going to take. You know, um. They had a class for hands, a class for feet and eyes, just like different things and, um, you know, different parts of the, the human body and stuff like that. So I just took all those all those uh, subjects and I figured, okay, well, these are going to be my classes and they were going to last this long, you know. Um, I made my own little, you know, course and I studied those things, you know, a certain um, for a certain amount of time each week as if I was in school, you know. I was at home and I was kind of working. I was doing um, uh, what do you call it, like overnight boxing or something like that, like overnight packaging. Um, yeah. Kind of like UPS, but some other place. And um, yeah, in between those, uh, in between work, I would just study that stuff and yeah, that's how I learned. Awesome, dude. Yeah, it's quite the journey. Yeah, yeah it was. Uh, Chris Fratzel wants to know. Which bands or people that you've worked for have been the easiest to work with, in your opinion? Oh, 311, hands down, is number one. 
number one. I think that's what we all yeah. what we all wanted to hear yeah. too. <laughs> number one, man. Like they don't, the right they, don't, they just let you do what you do. You know, whatever comes out comes out, and you know it's hit or miss. You know, a lot of the time, but but I mean, it's just it's fun, like I, I said with my sorry, this little Shelby, she's just loud. Um, that's okay. But uh, yeah, they just let you do what you do, man. I never feel any pressure working on stuff with them because, yeah, they're, they're just really cool, really chill, and like they just, uh, yeah, it's it's really easy to do stuff for them, and I don't really get that with other bands. I would say I would say maybe Metallica, like the um, the overseas, the uh, international Metallica shows. Those are fun to work with too, because um, they don't really put any limits on you either. Um, but the stuff for the American shows, it was heavily art directed and things like that. And you'll find a lot of that around the, um, you know, with certain bands. But yeah, three eleven hands down. Right. Yeah, they're the best to do anything for. Nice man, nice. Yeah. Well, uh, Ricky Rappa, who was the first podcast guest, shout out Ricky. Man. Yeah. What up, Ricky? Uh, he wants to know. Yeah, Ricky's Ricky's the man. He wants to know uh, which band would be your dream band to make a print for. And he also wants to know, would you want to do an animation art for a Star Wars more often? And how did the whole Disney Lucas Arts thing come, to, come All right. about? All right. So the first question was dream band. Um, I, I mean, the stuff that I listen to mostly is like, uh, I mean, honestly, I listen to more soundtracks than anything. Like, I don't listen to anything that's really lyrics because uh, it's distracting for me. I'd have to really just sit there with the album and just, just listen to it and not do anything else. But I tend to be working most of the time, so I'll put on, like, a soundtrack. But, uh, so saying that I like to do something for Danny Elfman sounds weird because I, I wouldn't know what to do for somebody like that, you know? Especially... I'm sure if anyone could figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but maybe uh, maybe Chili Peppers, maybe maybe something for them would be cool. Yeah. I don't know if they do show posters. I don't. I mean, I've seen a couple, but I seen, but yeah. I feel like maybe that would be heavily art directed. You know, I would like to do something right. for them, but I don't think I'd be able to do what I want to do for them. Um, yeah, because I have an idea of what I'd like to do, but I don't. I don't think it would fly. You know, if they like video games, then I mean, but, um, Tenacious D was a fun one too to do stuff for. No, actually, yeah, actually, that was a, that was a little difficult. <laughs> that one was heavily art directed, but I'm glad I got to get away with that one. Yeah, that was a fun one to work on. Right. But uh, that poster is sweet too. Yeah, thanks. Man. Um, Dream Band. Yeah, no, I. Basically, anybody who would just let me do my thing, that's just, that's any artist's dream. Just do what you do, you know? Go yeah. ahead and well, That's a good answer, yeah. 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 How did, uh, how did the Star Wars thing come, come about with Disney? Man, I don't even know. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> um, I just got a message one day on Instagram and, uh, uh, they asked me. It was the director of um, the director of the. No, wait, not the director. It wasn't the director himself. It was the um, 
the president of the, the animation studio that was responsible for it. Um, they're called, uh, wow. they are Shotagio. They're in Japan. Um, a guy named uh, Art Bell, he had hit me up and just asked if I wanted to do a project. I was like, yeah, an anime project. All right, cool. So I said yes. And couldn't say anything at first. Like he couldn't say anything at first until I signed a bunch yeah. of NDAs and stuff like that. But then he's like, all right, well, it's for Star Wars and it's going to be, you know, it's going to be, um, it's going to be for Visions. Uh, they're this new thing they're doing for um, Disney Plus. And I was, yeah, I mean, I didn't know what to say at that point. It was, uh, I, I, I remember feeling like I was still asleep or something. Like I, I felt like I was like not all there because I mean, I mean, it's Star Wars, you know? Like why would they hit me up for anything like that? So they said they needed a, um, a graffiti piece. I was like, okay. So a lot of meetings, a lot of, um, a lot of back and forth with the director and you know, a couple of the producers. Um, yeah, that was, that was, that was something, man. That was really cool. That was, uh, it was definitely a highlight for sure. Um, yeah, Star Wars. I, I never thought, you know, maybe yeah. I would get something like that. But yeah, right. there was some um, there was some back and forth. Um, I had to submit a few sketches, a few different uh, layouts, and um, they gave me um, the script and the storyboards for the for the for the short. So I got to go through all that. You know, essentially, um, basically just watch the whole thing before it even got animated. Um, yeah, so I got I got the feel for the piece off of that, and um, they they kind of had an idea of what they wanted. They just didn't know how it would, you know, how to lay it out. So, like I said, submitted a few sketches. Um, eventually, you know, they picked something that I fortunately liked as well. Usually, when you submit stuff, um, the rule as an artist is um, don't submit anything that you don't really want to do and like uh usually you'll do it as a backup like um it kind of happened with uh one of the like a poster that i worked on recently i submitted two concepts and i didn't want to do one of them and the, the one that i didn't want to do got picked why did i do that i should have just you know submitted you know the one that i really wanted to do just that one but just to show that you know you're thinking about it and things like that you want to submit more but the rule is don't submit something you do not want to do. And I did that with, uh, I did that with Star Wars too. And uh, fortunately, fortunately they picked the one that I really want to do. So yeah, that's how that came yeah. out. But it was supposed to drop, cool, man. Um, it was supposed to drop the first season. I remember that. I remember thinking it was going to come out in 2021 and it didn't, it didn't make the cut. Um, cause they're still working on it and I guess it didn't yeah. fit the, uh, it didn't fit that particular lineup of, um, of shorts. So they had to put it in with the second season. Yeah. I'm interested too, in this is, 
kind of similar, kind of not, but when you had that Intel deal, was that earlier this year or last year? Yeah, Seeing was... your art on the side of a giant building in Los Angeles. How cool was that? Yeah, that was weird too. Yeah, a lot of weird things, man. It's been happening lately. No. <laughs> but I'm, you know, I'm grateful, you know, blessed to be able to do it. Um, yeah, that one, they just hit me up out of the blue. And they're just like, uh, we have a client that wants you to do a, a, uh, a mural for them. All right. And at first, I thought I was going to have to, like, you know, get up on the wall myself and do all this stuff. But they ended up not being like that. They just uh, they needed the, the artwork so that they can have, they, they're called uh, wall dogs, what they call them. They're just these guys that go over there and they, uh, and line for line, they, will, you know, they will replicate what you do onto the gigantic wall. And, uh, that was really something to see that, man. That was really something to see that. That was cool. I, uh, yeah, but uh, yeah, that was another one that just came out of nowhere. It just, it just happened. I ended up getting a, a laptop out of it too. It gave me one of those, uh, Intel laptops. <laughs> one of the, yeah. There yeah. you go. That's not a bad deal. Yeah, nice no, it wasn't a bad deal at all. Nice. Um, yeah. Uh, Adam Krupa wants to know how important is it to include your family in your artwork and your business? As a fan and a father, it brings him so much joy to see your family involved so much. Uh, yeah. Well, they're everything, man. The family's everything. That's why I do what I do, really. You know? Um, so I think it's important for them to see their dad do something, you know, uh, follow a dream, you know? Um, I want them to know that they can do anything they want to, you know, as long as they work at it. You know, nobody has to tell them how to do something or, um, what do you call it? I want them to be able to have control over, you know, what they can and can't do. And I think, you know, kind of lugging them around and, you know, taking them to Vegas and things like that, like, you know, for them to, to see how all that stuff works, I think it's, it's beneficial for them, you know, and it's uh, inspirational for them too to, to know that they can do that stuff, you know, and uh, it's, it's very important that they're with me on this and um, very supportive. My wife is extremely supportive. She, um, you know, she got the fan page going, got the fan page moving. Yeah. And, um, Yeah, um, I put them into that piece too, and with the, for the intel, like, well, you guys saw them in there, like uh, bits and pieces of my family in there. Even the dog, the dog. <laughs> yeah. Dog knew you were calling. Yep. Dog's good company. Yeah, she is. Um, That's some good water, man. That liquid death stuff. I, I, I didn't. I thought it was like just. <laughs> Just overhyped. Like, why would they do that? But that's some good stuff. It's actually really, uh, I don't know, it's like clear. It's crisp. Yeah, it's crisp. The, that's the word. It's expensive, and it's got me drinking more water. That's the, that's the yeah. key. <laughs> and it looks cool, you know? It looks cool drinking water. Yeah. yeah. But, um, well, uh, Anthony Valario wants to know, do you have any plans for 311 Day next year yet? And what's your favorite subject to create for Mar Marvel or DC? Mm. Good question. Day 11 day, man. I, I don't know what's going on with that, to be honest. I don't know. I wish I did. Um, 
so I can start making plans now. And I would love to make it out there for that. And I'd love to, uh, it's probably just gonna be a poster anyways, just cause yeah, I, need, I need to do one. I need to do a, a sequel to that one. But um, yeah. yeah, I hope that, uh, I think the, I don't know. I don't know how much I can say or whatever. I, I don't I don't really know what's going on on that part of it. On, on the uh, with the merch managing and all that stuff. I have no idea really yeah. what's happening there. Um, yeah, they, they switched it up a little bit. Yeah. We're still still trying to figure it out here. Yeah. Yeah. I don't really know what's up. But I haven't heard anything though on my end. But I hope they'll contact me soon though. That would be that would be great. But um I don't know, I'll try to make it out of the woods because I mean, it's the 11th day, even though it's yeah. on uh, the 10th and 11th. But no, no, wait, it's on the 9th and the 10th, right? It's the 9th and 10th this year, the weekend. It's all yeah. good. No, that's good. That's perfect. Yeah, right. Yeah, thank you. So many people have been complaining that it's not on the 11th, but you know what? <laughs> it's on the weekend. They're going to play into the 11th, yeah. so they're still going to play on the 11th. Yeah. So. Oh, they are? They're going to play into the 11th? Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. They, they haven't said that they will, but they will. Yeah, they yeah. will. Well, a cool. big countdown, New Year's style. Yeah, that was a big deal, wasn't it? Like, on, yeah. I mean, I just saw some back and forth. Like, everybody was kind of, a lot of people were kind of, yeah. I don't know, not too happy about it. Yeah, it, it's been weird. Uh, so, so, for the Marvel and DC stuff, what's oh. been your favorite to create in that regard? Um, those are tough, actually, because those are characters that I love, you know, characters that I grew up with. And uh, those are hard because it, there's been so many great uh, renditions of them, you know, from iconic artists. And for me to do something like that, it was it was a lot of pressure because you know I thought about all the guys that did stuff: Thomas Barland, Joe Mad, um, who else? Just a countless others grimly and uh I, I put myself in that i don't know i i'm not in those guys uh i'm not in that league at all as far as you know uh, their skill level and stuff like that like not even close but um but i think that put a lot of pressure on me to do those pieces i couldn't um, i couldn't really it took me a while to find a, a good place to um uh, it took me a while to feel comfortable doing those pieces, um, especially that Spider-Man one. The Spider-Man one was tough. Dude, the Spider-Man one is incredible. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks. I just love it. It's so great. Thanks. That one was a very limited one. Uh, what's that? What did you say? Sorry. I'm glad I was able to score. Oh one. yeah, it yeah, so fast. yeah. We didn't get many of those at all. I think we had what 12? 12 of those. It was twelve. Yeah. And that one wasn't released through. Um, it was released through Bottleneck, but not like. Uh, it wasn't like their typical. Like the, the official release, it was more of a private thing, strangely. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was a tough one. That was a tough one because I wanted to do um, the, the inspiration for that one was uh, I was a huge fan of um, like the the Capcom fighting games with the the Marvel vs. Street Fighter and stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to get yeah. that kind of a feel, or I wanted to get Spider Man that kind of a feel because that was my favorite rendition of Spider Man at the time. And um, yeah, that's how that one came about. But I think my favorite one is probably the 
mean, I love the Batman ones, but I think the X Men one has been my favorite so far. The X Men. Yeah, the one that just dropped yeah, that just a couple dropped. weeks ago. Yeah. 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 I was able to get one of those. I don't have room in this room right now, but when that's I move a, next year, I, I'm definitely planning. That's a big one, dude. Those 12 by 24s, man. Those yeah. those are tough to fit. Well, that one's a that one's an 18 by 36. Yeah, those are massive. Oh, okay. Yeah, those are huge. I wanted to do a 12 by 36. No, I wanted to do a 12 by 24, and they just printed it bigger, so it, it translates to a 12 by 24 as well. If you were to shrink it down. Um, yeah. But um, yeah. So I would say X Men was my favorite one so far, but yeah. but it was also very oh. very challenging to do that one. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm so hoping Brian and I have a question for oh, you. What's up? We've heard rumblings of an exclusive merch exchange, three eleven poster. Is there anything you can fill us in rumblings. on that? Um. <laughs> There's interest. <laughs> Yeah, there's, there's talk. There's rumblings. Yeah, there's talk. Uh, I won't say too much about it, but I will say that um, there's, there, there could be something there. You know, there could be something there for sure. Uh, let's yeah. talk to Mr. Rapa about that one. <laughs> yeah, but that's, yeah. Uh, yeah, that'll be a fun one yeah. for sure. Yeah. And I have, a, I have another question that I'm just in because I think everyone has their own answers. And I think I know what you, you're going to say, but what's your favorite foil pattern? My favorite foil pattern? Um, none. None. I don't really like... No. More of a reg. I'm more reg of a reg guy. Because when you draw on the... Yeah. Um, you know, when you design a poster, it's designed for... It's just on the white paper. Yeah. You know? I love that perspective of it. Okay. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, sure. I'm not... I don't hate the foils. I... Uh, I certainly understand uh, the appeal, you know. But if I, it, it depends on what you're working on. Like, uh, um, like I think that 311, the music poster, the, the music poster, mm-hmm. did, like that one looks, it looks dope on Rainbow and Swirl. Like they look really cool on, on those, uh, those swirls. And the way they're done too is they're, they're um, there it is up there. Oh, Somewhere nice. up there. <laughs> which, up top, which version yeah. is it? That's the swirl. That's a swirl? Yeah. Yeah. I love swirl. That that one popped. That one, um, that one's a four color process, so it's not. Um, I mean, it's screen printed, but it's four color process, so the the ink is more. Um, it, it's not as heavy as as like spot color, you know. That's why there's no color changes or anything like that. But because of that, the way it sits on the swirl is kind of like uh, like opaque, like it's kind of like uh, kind of transparent a little bit. So that so the swirl really comes through like on the whole piece. And um, I like the way it came out. It came out cool. It came out really good. Wow. Um, See, people don't think about that sort of aspect of it. That's super cool. The way it's printed and all that. Yeah, yeah it helps a lot, man. It, um, it, um, yeah, that's. It requires a lot more thought to design for foils, but you have to. One thing that I hate designing for foils is uh, I hate when I do the eyes and the eyes are, because when I touch the white and it's like the foil comes through the eyes, I can't stand that. But it happened on a couple of prints that I kind of didn't want it to happen. Creepy eyes. Yeah, like uh, like the Collins foil. 
but I wanted, I don't think I have the time though to put a white base underneath to make the, to make the eyes pop. But, but it still came out, thankfully it came out all right. But, um, but it doesn't always work well for, um, for foils, you know, if you, uh, if you don't have a white underneath, uh, for certain parts of it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool, man. Let's get a, let's get two more questions for you and then we'll, we'll wrap it up here for you. Uh, Mallory Keller, I hope I'm saying that right. Wants to know which print of yours is your favorite that you've done so far. If you can. All right. That's a good one. Um, my personal favorite would have to be the 311 house of blues. Yeah. Yeah, that's my favorite one. I don't, I don't know why, but yeah. I think and that's, that's, got, that's got that sort of blue color to it. Yeah, yeah, it's got a blue color. It's, it's the it's the girl holding the, the three eleven like a radio kind of, and she's got yeah. little monsters and stuff around her, and it looks more like a galactic with the uh, what do you call it? I don't know, it's all spacey and stuff. But I, I really like that yeah. one. That's yeah. one of my favorite. Yeah. That do one. you remember which one was the show edition, the orange one or blue one? Um, but yeah, they're, they're all the same. I think the show and the, um, and the AP were the same, but I think I used a, a different color gray, maybe. I think the gray on the, the AP was a sparkle gray, like it has a little sparkle flex in it. Yeah. But yeah, that's my favorite poster, the regular version of it. Yeah. For sure. Cool, man. Yeah. And, and uh, then uh, last question comes from Michelle Waters. She like she would like to know if you weren't an artist, what do you see yourself doing? Oh, dude, um, I don't know if I have an answer for that. Uh, I don't know. Batman? That'd be Batman, I think. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know what I would do. To be honest. Um, I played basketball for a while. I'd probably do something like that. But I, I, don't, I mean, to go that hard and try to make it to the NBA, I don't. Yeah, nah, I don't. I don't think I have it in me. I didn't have it in me. But um, yeah. You mean like, you mean like for a career choice? Like, what would I do for a career? Like, for a yeah, living? yeah. Dude, I have no idea. That's a good question. I mean. <laughs> That's good that you don't know though. Yeah. It really is. It just yeah. it just shows your passion, you know. Yeah. Truly. Yeah, that's a good question. I gotta think about that one. I mean I would yeah, for sure. do what I have to do, you know, of course, for the family and everything. But uh yep. but a choice I if I wasn't an artist. Is game tester a thing? That's a thing, right? That's a job. That's a thing that yeah. is. That's that's a legit. It is thing. now. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's what I would yeah. do. Game test. Yeah. Cool, dude. Well, hey, you wanted to be in the in the NBA. You're the Michael Jordan of the poster game. Oh, All right. Man, that's a lot. I don't... hope you know that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, dude. Oh, this is this the outro. Thank you so much for joining us, bro. Oh, okay. Thanks for having me on, guys. Appreciate it great insight i mean it's just really cool hearing about the process and the pieces that we treasure we call unicorns around here oh, nice. i can hear the process of it all and 
Yeah. I'm, just, I'm glad you guys enjoy it, man. It really, uh, you know, keeps me going. You know? 100%. Yeah. All right, y'all. Peace. All right.